with the vibes. Yeah. A little Mary J. Let's get started. Let's get this going. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you for being here with us this evening. You could have been anywhere else, but you're here with us right now. So as you know, this podcast is for the football fan that knows very little about football. Much like us, we aren't the biggest football fans, but it doesn't mean that we can't have fun, all right? I hear that. Yes. Mm. (laughs) And we're bringing back um, for her part two, Miss Indie Jones, fashionista, um, exquisite chef. She's here with us again tonight to um, continue our conversation. Hi, guys. Welcome back, Miss Indy. Just maybe quickly, Indy, just go through a quick rundown. Oh, yes. Just give a rundown, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. I'm Indy, um, creator and founder of Bougie Soul. I'm also a raw materials developer. Um, That's my nine to five. That's my bread and butter. Went to school for that. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you so much. We're going to have fun today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This is our, this is our kind of realm, 90s and up. So we're going to feel right at home. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, let's talk about Cam Newton. What do you think of Cam Newton's style, Indy? Um, I think, I mean, we haven't really heard so much from him like lately, but I mean, his style, I've been a fan of Cam since he transferred to Auburn, um, back whenever, whatever year that was, I forgot how long ago that was. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of his you know, pieces or ensembles were a little crazy. Um, definitely think that he stirred up a lot of, you know, interesting conversations within the press and the media and whatnot. Um, and if it was to get attention, he definitely excelled with that. Oh, yeah. Um, he got all of our attention. And it was 2010 to 2015 he was at. Yeah, I thought that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought it was around that time. Was it 2010 he went? He transferred? That's what that's what um Google says. Cause he, I don't actually I don't know. Cause he did transfer from a community like yeah. a Juco so, or something from Georgia or something like it that. It was Blinn College Brenham campus um from in Texas. Oh, I thought in Texas, and then he left there in 2010. Then went to Auburn the fall, I guess, of 2010 to 2015. Wow. It doesn't seem like he was there that long. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, like I was definitely a fan of his. Um, aside from fashion at that point, he, I don't think he was really like, you know, into fashion and things like that. But um, I think he's cool. Like, you know. It's like uh, the only thing I think of is the fedora. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that what pops up in of. my head when I think about him. Um, I don't like really like to critique people's like, you know, their artsy, whatever, like whether it be fashion, music, taste, um, just because like, that's, I don't think we should necessarily be graded and, you know, in that sense, unless it's high fashion, of course, and that's totally different. But I mean, he was expressing himself, um, 
Yeah. And it's his personal style. So yeah, it's his personal style. So, I mean, I can't really say too much, but yeah, kudos to him for like being bold enough to be crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bold. um, (laughs) So we all know and love Dennis Rodman and he's become like more of a fashion, I think more of a fashion icon, um, even though obviously he was an amazing athlete just one of the greatest ever Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah like I think at the time people were so because also Cam Newton well football they really only get a chance to show it while they're coming to and from the stadium or just like out and about yeah basketball you could see their face they can like express themselves with their hairstyle they can express themselves with their tattoos like right don't really see that for football so I think it was like more in your face for Dennis Rodman and everyone's like, what's going on? Oh, that's a good point. I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's just more expressive because they have less on. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah so. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. You've definitely. Agreed. Agreed. And then it's like, I guess now for the social media influencer, like seeing what they're wearing is interesting. I mean, they probably buy it as soon as they see that whoever is is making it so oh absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely I think a lot of them are just as popular for their fashion style versus them being an athlete yeah or is at least like equally right Mm -hmm. yeah in the last episode you spoke on how like um how Prince and Michael J Jackson we're both like very just non um gender conforming um individuals that just like express themselves. Yeah. And, like, that's truly what we get from him. That's like, true. That's very true. Even box. Dwayne Wade, like mm-hmm. yeah. He's worn like in the past few years and, and at the like tail end of his career, like he was pretty like non gender conforming as well. Like I've seen him wear some pretty outrageous like outfit and not not outrageous as in bad, but just yeah, like, yeah. you know, really out there. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see um just people in general like not conforming to like society's rules. Yeah. And being able to wear like whatever they want to wear. Just being you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And for those that are probably curious, I guess. Um, how do athletes and, um, yeah, mostly athletes, how do they get invited to these like fashion shows and like, how do they come up? How do they get to be in the, um, in this fashion space? Well, I think like too, I would have to definitely give props to like the fashion designers and like these brands, because they do realize like how much of an impact these athletes have. Mm-hmm. Um, just not just with fashion, but like even like their just their lifestyle in general. And I think there was, you know, they've seen that there's opportunity to include them, you know, in their runway shows and whatnot. I've seen a lot of athletes, like even from spring fashion week, attend, a, you know, shows in Paris for Paris fashion week which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, But yeah, I mean, they've got like all, you know, all these followers and 
this huge following, you know, um, on social media. So why not, you know, invite them out? They're going to take pictures. They're going to be attending these shows and the pieces that probably are going to be in the show or, you know, um, whatever the case is, that's going to draw in, you know, the attention to those designers and people are going to buy. And if it's not the exact same thing, because some of those pieces are exclusive, you know, if they're just shopping with that designer, then that's obviously like more traffic to that brand. Right. So I think it's a genius idea. Whether or not we think the athlete deserves to be there or not, you know, um, it's a smart business move. I also kind of like it for the idea of like, kind of like what Kanye says, even though he's also controversial, but like he says, like, don't put me in this box. Like, I'm not just, I'm not just, like, I, I'm able to do all these different things. So I think for athletes is the same thing. Like, why can't you be in fashion? Why can't you do exactly why can't you be vocal about your political stance or express how you feel about the injustices in this country like it's they're not just athletes they have they have their own opinions they have a mind um yeah we need to stop boxing them in and connie even said like stop calling me a a rapper like i'm not just a rapper i'm an artist i'm a creative so i think that's totally fair exactly yeah especially when they have like like with Kanye like real passionate interest in the arts yes you know and his is very genuine I mean even when Kanye first came out you know or even with like when Jesus walks became really popular he was wearing like pink polos remember that yes pink polo yeah and like everybody was kind of like oh my god he's wearing pink and honestly like that was kind of the start of that like preppy look that we all were wearing the polos with like loafers or like wallabies like that was kind of that stemmed from Kanye so that's funny that you said Jesus walks because I literally have I was gonna play that for like our intermission or whatever but um, yeah, that was like just the start of this whole new era of fashion and hip hop and or yes. just fashion period. And even like that preppy look, like mm-hmm. um, at that time, like even before Kanye or maybe simultaneously, like the big t-shirts, like the white tees, the black tees with the baggy pants and stuff, mm-hmm. like that was really popular. And then we kind of like, and people probably still wore it, of course. Mm-hmm. you know just to denounce the people like I never wore a polo or whatever yeah. a lot of people did like a lot of people did and he made pink cool <laughs> yes he did yeah and so. the shades I remember the shades yeah <laughs> we were wearing like business like weird like blazers and stuff to school like that I hated that and do you know <laughs> on Twitter there's this funny like funny meme I guess it it wasn't doesn't apply to us because we weren't like at the club at that time but apparently people were wearing like vests and things to the club yes that's like pinstripe like (laughs) weird business casual with like jeans and like a belt over their blazer like it was very odd that Mm. was a horrible era and like I remember too wearing like the matching bracelet and necklace set like whatever color you had on you wore like the matching <laughs> accessory 
That was a horrible time. <laughs> it was awful. What about the jabos? Do you remember those? What is the jabos? You know, like the pants with all the straps on them? Oh, and, like, yeah. That oh, too. People love those down here. Like, I enter school, my khakis all in my button-down shirt. Yes. I like, up, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> that was a weird time. I mean, it was cute. Yeah. Like, whatever. But it was... I'm all for like people like Kanye said, like releasing your inner genius, but not not boxing yourself um um placing yourself in the box will allow you to like um release your inner genius, your creativity, and find exactly. those inspirations and passions. But like man, like you were saying, some of those trends is really like I was taken back by a lot of them. I'm like, I'm not a fashiony person, but like I know I know it works for me, so I just I can't cast judgment. So I, guess, like, I know, because I, I was right there with them, like, even yeah. looking at old pictures in middle school and high school. I'm like, ew, like, I cannot believe this was a thing. Like, yeah. definitely was super cringe. Now, I do love the, the bucket hats back. People wearing the bucket hats. Again. Oh, yeah. the bu Well, yeah. I like the bucket hats. I, I love the bucket hat. Like, I actually bought, a, like, a nylon-y one last year. Mm -hmm. And I can't find it, but I'm obsessed with that. I think they're so cute. I really like it. I mean, yeah. and now they've got different fabrics, like summer, fall, winter. And now they are making them with like, you know, fur or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, they're cute. I like them. Agreed. So, Indy, what's your like cringiest fashion moment that you had? Definitely yeah. the gacho yeah. era. The gachos. The gachos. Gotcha. I used to love gachos and i would wear like these steve madden like cloggy like platforms that were that mm. now steve madden remakes them now yeah i've really? seen the clogs are yes bad. i had a black pair and a lime green pair and i was obsessed and i wore that with the um with the gachos and then my hair like exactly like this with a clip <laughs> i have a clip on in my hair <laughs> i loved claw clips and then i would wear like a coach bag or like my name like the initial purses, like oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here. Indy Jones say true. The clip's still there. The clip, yeah, the like clip is still the there. <laughs> I love a good claw clip. Like yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've actually stopped wearing them. So when people were like wearing them now, I'm like, I've been wearing them. But truthfully, <laughs> truthfully, is like I'd actually never stop wearing them. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're great. They're great. They're amazing. I think, I think my cringiest fashion moment probably, I don't know. Well, I have like a few cringy like makeup moments where I would wear like gold eyeshadow and that's just, that's it. Yeah, that was me too, Hannah. And I would get I the cover stole girl. it from you. I got the CoverGirl palette. It had like two golds and like a brown. Uh-huh. That was my look. <laughs> but I also remember wearing a lot of like we wore it together I think in middle school or something like um skulls and pink and black oh yes yeah. so I was just talking to a friend of mine about him and I which by the way like when I moved to Jersey like I still dressed however like I was very when I was younger I was very outspoken with what I wore like I didn't care like what people thought so that's when Avril Lavigne was big. Yes. Yeah. So I wore bands and black all the time. Like skulls on my shirt, skull 
print on my jeans. Like that's when skinny jeans came out and guys yes, were wearing skinny, skinny jeans. And we would wear vans and like skull earrings and stuff. So I was talking to a friend of mine that I'd met when I first moved up there. He's a guy. And I was like, we were the only ones in school, like wearing, like doing this whole gothy like look. It was he and I and like a couple of his friends. Mm-hmm. But he and I were like the ringleaders of this, like <laughs> this look. The whole like group, the posse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like we were really like, you know, like revolutionary like <laughs> at that time. Because my mom thought something was wrong with me. Like, you know, like you want to wear skulls? Like that's very weird. And, you know, are you okay? You know, Southern Baptist mom and you want to wear skulls. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, actually, like, as cringe as that probably sounds, that was, like, probably my favorite time because I did not care. Like, I liked it, and I didn't care. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a time. Apple Levine. Wait, who else was, like, popular? Was it just Apple? Oh, Pink? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, Pink was way before Apple Levine, though. Yeah, but still, like, it was still that kind of, like, girl, like, okay, whatever. But it was this... Yeah, it was, but who else? The Lupe Fiasco was really big then, too. Oh, yeah, Lupe Fiasco. he was always on the skateboard, so. Yeah. The whole skateboard, you know, time, like, that became kind of popular, too. Everybody had a skateboard. Yes. Skating, the skater boy. Yeah. Uh, With the skinny jeans. And the shoes that rolled. Oh, yeah, the (laughs) heels. First of all, that is embarrassing. The Skechers. That might be my cringiest, actually. That's who I was. I was a sweater vest wearing sketcher guy in high school. Like, you know what? My my dad, my parents are senior citizens. Like, my parents have been like older since I was like young. So (laughs) my dad dressed me exactly like him. So I'm wearing a sweater vest. The people thinking I'm a preacher's child. I'm like, what's going on, man? Why y'all laughing at me? So <laughs> like on my scene, like in my high, like my ninth grade year, I discovered wallabies and Kohan, and I threw tantrums to to change my wardrobe and dress for me. Exactly. <laughs> the wallabies. That used to be my thing. That yes. was- I loved wallabies. Yeah. But the Skechers, like I remember, like in school than banning it like making an announcement like no more sketchers or shoes with rollers so it's a distraction they yeah, say yeah i vividly yeah. remember them making announcements about those <laughs> that's so rolling down the hallway yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ew. i'm glad i have no evidence of wearing anything like that <laughs> no social media back then so yeah. <laughs> unless i like log in and I was going to say, unless I log into my old MySpace account, which <laughs> yeah. I've tried so many times, but I think it's... No one knows code these days, so we'll never figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Low-rise jeans. I know, like, my sisters are in the low-rise jeans. Like, you were saying glitter. Yeah. A lot. Because, like, yeah, because Monica and Sissy, my, my, my middle sister is, like, 40, 43, I think. And but like my niece Anastasia is very close to our age, and they were all into the same thing, like the jeans that sit in your waist, yeah, little curls in your head, y'all too old for this. The butterfly <laughs> clips, I would wear yes. like butterfly clips. 
<laughs> with low rise jeans and all the older girls had their like little zong showing with the yeah. yeah i don't know if y'all remember from that. the front you could see it from the front yes yeah. like, that was such a, i wanted to so badly like wear that but that's back in style now like yes. that they're making dresses that are low back cut that have like the like you know like an, it's an yeah. illusion it's not a thong like inside the dress but it, it just has that exact, right there yeah, yeah. All yeah. of that is coming back. It's, I guess the, well, it's, yeah, that would be considered Y2K. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think Brittany and Christina Aguilera were wearing that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, those are the, the, some good times. Yeah. yeah. They, those were I good times. You will never catch me in a pair of low rise ever again. Like, yeah, no, I can't see the low rise. I'm I high can't. rise forever. Yeah, yeah. No more low rise. No. Like, I don't care if it's back. I just, I don't care. It actually is back and a friend of mine's daughter was like you guys are still wearing high rise like those are not like it's all about like boyfriend jeans or like the mom jeans low rise I'm like I am too old and hippie to be wearing low rise like you know I understand I agree <laughs> oh for myself exactly. <laughs> yeah no more low rise I, I like, would never. Please. No, I'm not gonna be then I need to wear a belt at that point like yeah I'm wearing a belt anymore with like women with their like pants their jeans no ma'am belts were such a thing too ew like my, I remember mom being like do you have on a belt belt yeah that's so true belts <laughs> were a thing now it's just like an accessory like mm -hmm. you like you purposely wear the belt <laughs> yeah just for not functional purposes yeah not for yeah yeah it's funny I realized I turned myself into a a 30 year old woman a moment ago and I said me too I said, <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I would never wear low rise jeans. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, yeah, let's have a little intermission and we can come back and talk about some influencers and what the new thing is now. Okay, cool. Like, Sydney, what'd you say? I said growing up, I didn't know a lot of this music. Really? So like, yeah, Aaliyah had to wait until I left for um, college, and my friend <laughs> introduced it to me. And I was like, my dad was like so like I guess say like um Southern conservative Christian when it came to things like that's worldly. You can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay you still know it i know it now know it now <laughs> i only my issue was i only knew like the clean version yeah so now when i listen to it as an adult i'm like wait what like they're saying something totally different yeah this is dirty turn it off yeah. <laughs> like and then i realized i'm like oh my god i was singing about this i had no idea what they were talking about wow <laughs> <laughs> okay we're back 
I guess yes. the conversation kind of naturally got to Kanye, but I'm still like not done with him yet because I just saw um, his Yeezy Gap campaign. Yeah, I just saw um, that. Yeah, I just saw that and it just reminded me. Um, how? What do you think of that? Like, just for those of you don't that don't know, um, Kanye's Gap collaboration. He's in all of the stores. Instead of putting all of the collection on hangers, he put them in um, trash bag, like giant trash bags. And they're not like real trash bags. They're like nice trash bags. Yeah, they're nice, like (laughs) big trash bags. And so um, I don't know how true this is, but apparently he told the employers to not help anyone and to like have the customers just dig through to find their sizes or to find whatever is in there. It's like, it's an art piece technically at this point. Like, how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts? I don't really feel like that's any different than shopping in the store now. I mean, it's a the stores are a mess. No one wants yeah. to help you. I mean, it's not organized. That's a little bit on the dramatic scale of things. <laughs> yeah. This is why I don't like shopping in person. Because I found everybody to be useless unless you're going to buy something expensive, like a nice bag or, you know, mm-hmm. some nice shoes or whatever. But as far as like gap or zara or whomever is concerned h&m it's always a mess in my opinion um i don't know i feel like kanye is definitely up to something and i think we always criticize him too early yeah and then people start following or there is like some overall bigger picture to this so really interested to see like what his thought process is because everyone seems to conform to whatever he says Mm-hmm. you know is right or the way to go and he usually has a really good like explanation so i think we should just wait yeah i've already built like conspiracy theory in my head like like consumerism like okay it's like you're just like you were saying it's, it's a myth anyway so like True. <laughs> no one wants to help it? you i mean in most stores unless you're working off commission which is jewelry stores or you're going to like a gucci louis whatever yeah they will help you but like these fast fast fashion store they do not want to help you i mean it's ridiculous That's true. like so it's almost like you're a burden asking them to help exactly and they're always on their phone or they have an attitude or they clearly just don't want to be there so yeah whatever mm-hmm. so you know how he had the the um clothing in trash bags in it right he's like in big trash bags people are criticizing that saying that he's glamorizing or like almost like fantasizing homelessness Mm -hmm. and like uh, like poor people uh, to make a profit and to for like the money out of it I think first of all I didn't see the comments I just saw like the post I didn't have time to read them but Mm -hmm. like I said everyone always misses what Kanye is trying to do yeah so I don't I that's a little far-fetched like really and even to add to that like I feel like well he before I don't know what happened to it but before I remember he was talking about making um homeless shelters but not just any shelter but just like a pod yeah yeah I was gonna say like a pod yeah Yeah. I don't think that that's what he's doing with the trash I mean I don't really see him even saying that like that doesn't even sound like something he would do 
Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm pretty sure there's a something that we haven't all thought about. Not to like put him on this. But no, I I completely agree because normally like he he just like teases little things like yes he'll like like for the um the Donda Donda um thing he just like had a house in a like no one knew what he was doing he was just exactly at the State Farm living in the State Farm building like or the Mercedes Benz the Mercedes Benz because he was preparing for his tour I mean it's like how do you. I know that there's no way to, but how would you predict like what's the newest trend? Like yes. where the trends are going. I know I you think, can't really predict it. I mean, you can, but not really in like data form. Well, I think there is actually a way to predict it data form. Oh, there is. Okay. So you, you generally have like a team of um, at work. It depends. Like these roles like are different from company to company, but generally speaking, you do have like your merchandisers and they're the merchant team. And they are the ones who look at your sales reports and tells you like what did well, how many, how many SKUs, like how many article of clothing that you had per style and tell you what your sell through was. So how well this style sold, how many pieces were sold. And then it breaks down like from a timing standpoint in a week, it sold this many in two months, it sold this many. Um, or if it didn't do that well, it took like six months to a year. So if we know that it did, it took six months to a year, um, that like just for generally speaking, hopefully no real fashion people are going to be listening to this and like, no, if it takes six months, you know, I don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> the comments will be like, mm-hmm. right. On the worst side of things, just like, just figuratively speak hypothetically speaking like six months to a year is it took forever to sell everything mm-hmm. so in that point okay we're not going to we're going to put this we'll revisit this conversation but you go through each thing and so it's like okay why didn't this sell well um was the then and then now we have access to comments and reviews like was the fit not well was this something that she ah. just didn't like was you know sometimes it's just a combination of both like it wasn't photographed well or honestly it's just ugly like you know <laughs> she didn't like it right but we know we're not doing that again uh-huh. um also too you're paying attention to what influences or celebrities what other people are what people are wearing um so that's one way to do it but the smart way to do it is to go through and see what sold um and how well it performs the year before now, if something does very, very well, what you what you start to do then is you start to introduce new colors and new patterns to that style. So it's like, okay, it's sold out in every single color. Now, how can we add some newness? Okay, let's take a step back. Okay, Indie Raw Materials team, like what are some new fabrics that we can incorporate in this style? And I'll say, okay, from a trend perspective, because I also have to look at trends for my job. From a trends perspective, velvet is coming up. Um, patent leather so mm-hmm. i would tell the project team and the designers this is these are some fabrics that are trending and this is something that we need to track okay let's sample um velvet and patent leather and then we just kind of take a look on what styles okay should we just add a flare to the style now or should we keep it skinny should we add some hardware to make it newer um what's trending like in hardware like and I also source and develop trends too so like what's trending in hardware so then I go and do my research and usually I'd already had this research done by the time this meeting comes about 
And I say, okay, heart, rose gold hard, hardware is in. Like rose gold is making a moment just in general. Um, so I think we should add some rose gold instead of like silver. Um, and then you have your print and color designer who will tell you what colors and what prints are popular. So you have all these people that are responsible for tracking trend, your fabric, raw materials, color, and then your designers. And then you're bringing all of your information together. I see. So yeah. it's not like one person's job to figure no. out. Okay. It's like a bunch of different. No. Generally, if a company is pretty big, like you will have a trend person, mm-hmm. a trend and color person. Um, trend. I mean, having a trend person is like, um, you know, it's more money. It's more, more headcount. But sometimes there are trend people that just- okay research trend gotcha yeah but it is just like a collaborative effort yeah and they travel a lot so like with my job design and if you do have a trend person you are traveling often oh okay and we know to look at people and what they're wearing like Mm, like what's what's a trend and what's a fad like right yeah we're the ones deciding what it is like if people are continuously buying the same legging over and over again you but know, in different yes. colors and prints, we know that this is like here to stay. Got like it. high-waisted jeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's been know. around for a minute. Like it hasn't yeah. died yet. Yeah. I'm still rocking my my Tommy jeans from like years yeah. ago. My mom, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. So that's just it. I mean, people don't really know that part of the fashion industry. I wish, I don't know. It's like the best kept secret in a sense. Um, but I wish it was like, talked about on a bigger platform a little bit more yeah agreed I think yeah it's pretty well it's cool that you already like know this this is like amazing like I can't believe it (laughs) I could talk to you all day about this um (laughs) I know and my friends are like always like well we don't even know what you do and it's like okay well it's a lot and it's very technical I can try to explain it but you might be bored (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you're you're a great um, speaker. So you keep us engaged for sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us again. You have been just amazing this whole time. We've been having so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let us know where we can find you. Oh yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, bougie soul, bougie.soul. Um, you can also follow my personal account. I'm, I like, don't let everyone follow me on Instagram, but indie.jones, um, or the bougiesoul.com if you want to keep up with. <laughs> you bring the salt. <laughs> he brings the salt. Hashtag salt bay. Yeah. Well, shout out to you. Shout out to Pick Science. Shout out to Bougie yeah. Soul. Yes, thank you um, for having me again. I really appreciate it. Of course. Well, yeah, come you've got to come back and we can talk more about this. But yeah. Yeah. For I now. look forward to that. Yes. Thank me you too. so much. All right, Wait, I gotta get the I gotta get the applause going. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.